Welcome back to the Jamie J Podcast. This is your host, Jamie J. And today we've got something really exciting to talk about. We're going to talk about success. Who doesn't want a little bit more success in their life? And we're going to couple that with time. There is a direct correlation. We're going to dig into it. So let's get it started. What's all this talk about correlation between success and time? Well, it's simple. When we don't put in the time and we don't maximize our time, rarely, if ever, do we achieve the success that we set out to do. Here's something. I I put some numbers together this morning. I was looking for a client. I was prepping. Unfortunately, they didn't make their call this morning, but I was prepping these numbers and some interesting things came out of this. You know, you may or may not know that in a week we have 168 hours. Now, assuming, assuming that on average we sleep eight hours a day, That puts us into that range of 56 hours worth of sleep. We take that 56 hours away, we're left with 112 hours. Now, the average work week, you know, unless you're an entrepreneur where you're putting in that 60, 70 hours a week, you know, that average work week we're looking at is approximately 40 hours, right? The standard Monday to Friday, 9 to 5 or 8 to 5.30, which puts us in that 9 hours. Nonetheless, that reduces us based on 8 hours down to a 72 available hours per week that we have our other things to do. We take, say, an extra 10 hours off. Maybe we've got some commute time, an hour each way. Now we're down to 62 hours a week. What do you do with that 62 hours? Are you filling it up with stuff like Netflix, stuff like chilling, you know, stuff like family time? Are you taking that time and reading, expanding your mind? The real key for all of this is to understand what you're doing in that available time. Here's something to really consider. When we don't schedule our time, when we don't take advantage of all the available time that we have, we're leaving it on the table. We're leaving that extra time out there that we could be capitalizing on, that we could be taking full advantage of to go and forward our thoughts, forward ideas, forward our progress on whatever project it is that we're working on. The problem is we don't schedule it. Now, I know, I know everyone's going to talk about scheduling. Here's the thing though. When it's scheduled, it makes it real. It's not just something sometime off in the future. You know, as many of you know, I also coach. And one of my clients this morning had an epiphany. You know, we're talking about him, you know, moving forward, taking some action on his incredible business. And one of the things that he came up with is, hey, you know, I I had a couple days there where I didn't really take advantage of my time. Like, oh, why do you think that is? Well, you know, I got into this, I got into that. We talked about a couple things. And then I asked a really simple question. I said, when is your time scheduled for you to go ahead and schedule out your days and schedule out your weeks. And all I heard was a laugh. Now, why did I hear that laugh? Because there is no time schedule. He didn't have that time set aside to set him up for success. It's amazing. It's amazing when we start to look at these hours, this available time, right? 62 hours a week available. What are you doing with it? You know, some people are visual out there. You know, I have another great client who's gone ahead. Uh, She created for me this amazing output. She did it in Excel. I mean, we don't have to have some fancy planner, some schedule or anything like that. We can make it really simple. What she did is she laid out each and every day. And then from each and every one of those days, she blocked out her available time. Now, she's a worker right now. She's in that job. She's doing the standard Monday to Friday thing. So that time was very easy for her to block out. She is also a coach and she's working on getting more clients, right? Getting even more clients to help them out in their lives. And she was struggling with finding the time to do it. 
And I said, so how much available time do you have? And she said, you know what? I don't know. It's like, ah, great place to start. Let's go ahead and take a look at what available time is there. So what did she do? She went to this place where she created this amazing Excel sheet. Each day was broken down. I could see right from the time she got up till the time that she got to bed. That is the amount of available hours that we have. Now, most of us, most of us don't go to that depth. We don't utilize, fully utilize that time that we have available. What she did is she got really, really focused on what her outcome was. Her outcome, get even more clients, have even more time available to go and change people's lives, right? That was her great big why behind it, why she absolutely wanted to do this. She nailed it out. She put in those times. She blocked in that time. Yeah, there was time blocked in for commuting. There was time blocked in for the family. There was time blocked in for work. There was time blocked in for date nights with her husband. She had time blocked in everywhere. I saw it and I was like, whoa, this is it, right? This is that person taking advantage of all the time that they have. Here's what's great from this. We got on the call for her next coaching session and she was like, Jamie, I'm like, yeah, what? She's like, I got so much time. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, stop, stop, stop. You told me last time that there was no available time. What changed? What happened? She goes, I didn't realize how much time I was leaving on the table, right? How much time was out there? How much time was actually available for me to go ahead and do those things that I needed to do? What it took was sitting down, getting really clear on the available time that she had. You know, I've seen clients who succeed, right? Clients who succeed, they take this information and they go for it. They don't make excuses. They don't make stories. They schedule it in. Now, here's the magic behind scheduling. I've said it once and I'm going to say it probably a hundred more times. When you schedule it, it makes that shit real. Make it real for you. Schedule the time. Give yourself that gift because it is a gift. It's one of the biggest fucking gifts you can ever give yourself. Set that time aside. Put it there, put the pieces in there, and go ahead and do the task that you had scheduled. Now, there's this whole idea around the open door policy. We've all heard of it, right? Management these days, hey, I've got an open door policy. Walk in any time. Sure, that's great. And you know what? There is a time for that. When that time is scheduled, what people think is I've got to leave my door open all the time. Here's what happens. Say you are that CEO, CFO, whatever it is. You're working away on projects. You've got the door open. People keep walking in, walking in. Now, if you're the CFO and you're crunching some of those numbers because, hey, it's reporting time, well, you know what? We don't necessarily want those people walking in. Why? Think about it. You're in the middle of the flow. You're cranking away. You got the numbers. You're doing the projections. All of a sudden, someone walks in. You talk to them. You make the time and all that. You go back to it. It's like, ah, where was I? You've got to start all over. You lose that momentum. Give yourself the gift of during those times, closing the proverbial door. Now, I know we're not all CFOs, CEOs, and all that. And there's times when we have to do that same task of closing the door. You know what? You know, if, if you're in that relationship or whatnot, and you've got the kids and all that, I understand it's busy. I've, you know, I've got a son of my own. I've got a couple stepkids as well. Here's the thing, though. To get done what I need to get done, there was times where I had to close the door. You know, where I went to my partner and said, hey, you know what? Honey, I need you to take care of the kids just for this time because I'm doubling down on something. I'm putting in the time. I'm putting in the effort. I had the time scheduled. She knew what time I had scheduled, and she went ahead and, and helped me out. I mean, my wife is an amazing, amazing help in my path to success, to be where I am right now. If I didn't have her and I didn't have her support in that, I wouldn't be where I am now. What's missing from your success? Is it simply a matter of taking that time back, of owning that time, reclaiming that time? 
Is it you going in, figuring out what's available, and then scheduling appropriately? When we're scheduling, we also must schedule the time in for the things that are important to us, our relationships, our family, you know, our friends, all those things. Make the time. Here's the byproduct of scheduling. And I've noticed this from myself. You know, I used to be in that place where I would get to, you know, oh my God, what's next? What do I have to do? You know, what else? What am I missing? And I would find myself in a state of constant stress. It was always there. I was always just wondering, oh my God, what am I missing? What am I missing? What a great way to focus on, right? What I'm missing. Guess what? I missed out on a ton of shit in life. When I changed my focus, and you know what? I I use the system from Tony Robbins. I use the RPM system to actually schedule out my life. It makes a huge fucking difference. This isn't just some program. This isn't just some Tony Robbins PR pitch or something. This process works. This shit works. You know, I've done posts about it, and I'm happy to share it out. The reason I'm talking about it here today is it was the equalizing factor for me from going absolutely crazy for getting what I had to do versus getting the task done that really needed to be done. Here's what happened. Uh, I was in a place where I had a ton of stuff to do, and I'm talking full. Like, I'm talking 18-hour days. I was cranking, but the problem was is I kept coming back. Okay, what have I got to do? What have I got to do? I found myself being distracted in those times. And, you know, if any of you out there can relate to this, you know, please, you know, throw up the proverbial hand because I'm with you. I see you and I hear you in that. What took it back was me figuring out about my available time and then going and scheduling and making sure all the things that needed to get done got done. Now, it seems really simple, right? Here's the thing. It is. Where did it start from? Where did the whole idea come from? Well, number one, I knew that I had to have a result in mind. I knew that I had to have some sort of result that I was focusing on. Now, instead of setting it as a goal, something that's way in the future, sometime that I might achieve, I saw it as an absolute leader. So three mandates of leadership. I've talked about this before. Number one, great leaders see it as it is, not worse than it is. Spectacular leaders see it better than it is. And those same spectacular leaders, they go on to make it exactly the way they saw it. I decided in that moment, instead of my life leading me, I was going to lead my life. Big distinction, a big moment. What did it take for me to lead my life? Boom, I needed to know where I was, what was happening, and what was going on. So I started out with my results. What is it that I am achieving? What is it that I have achieved? I started writing it all out. And it was fun. I probably took a couple hours to do it, and I got really clear. I looked at all the areas of my life, right? Personal, professional. Who did I want to become because of that? I then jumped into my why. You know what? There's certain things that we do because we think we have to do it. The problem with those is that when we're in that place where we think we have to do it, the why is just simply not juicy. It's not exciting, and rarely, if ever, do we really jump into it with all the vigor we need. Here's the thing about the why. Let it fucking set you on fire. Let it excite the shit out of you. I don't mean just a little bit. I mean with everything that you've got. Get so clear on that why. You want to get a why that when those times come up, you know those times I'm talking about. Those times when things are hard or things are difficult, when you go to your why, you're like, oh shit, that's what it is. It doesn't matter how hard it is. If I got to crank, if I got to grind, if I got to hustle for these 20 hours, I don't care. I'm doing it. This is the power of that why. And this is why we must, we absolutely must associate that why into our purpose. We have to associate it into the result, into the product, whatever it is that we are about to achieve. Now, that's great. We got two thirds of the way there. The key is the next part. It's the map, right? It's this massive action plan. What is the action items that must be completed for me to achieve my result? 
Get really clear on what they are. Start listing them out. What do I have to do? Now, again, you know, coming from my coaching career, working with a lot of people, they'll come up with action items like, well, you know what? I got to get healthy. Or, you know what? I have to eat better. Well, that's great. What do you have to do to get healthy? Well, I guess, you know what? I've got to walk every day. I've got to go to the gym, eat healthy. Well, you know what? I need to work with, you know, maybe a dietitian or maybe a nutritionist or something like that who can help me really understand what my body needs. Remember, everyone's bodies are unique. They use that fuel in a different way. You know, where some people might, you know, really rely on protein. Some people might rely on, you know, carbohydrates, right? Thinking about weightlifting and all that. You need those carbs to be able to fuel that body. That same person that's not weightlifting, they're not going to have that same sort of carb intake. So it's important that we understand what we need. That's working with someone. That's getting the facts. That's getting all the information. I have everyone get really clear on what action steps need to happen in order to achieve that result. Think about it like this. It's simply a reverse engineering. Remember, you're a spectacular, outstanding leader. You've seen it better than it is, and you're making it the way it is. Think about it like this. You've gone to that place where it's already done. Just look back. Look back and say, hey, what steps did I take? What actions did I take to get to this place to achieve X, whatever X might be? Now, here's where the scheduling comes in. You're going to get your list of things. You might have 5, 10, 15, 20 things. What's great is this is where the 80-20 rule applies. It's this simple. For 80% of your outcome, it only takes completing 20% of the action items. What does that mean? Let's prioritize. So what I tell my clients is go ahead, tell me what has to happen first, what has to happen second, what has to happen third. It doesn't make sense to be signing the lease on the new building. You know, when you're still fully employed, you haven't even thought about a, you know, a, a different career, job, product, or service that you're offering. We've got to get clear. We've got to do that brainstorming first before we're, you know, going ahead, signing that lease and getting all those things done. We have to understand the logical order in which things must take place. From there, we talk about leverage. All right. What's this leverage thing? Well, does it have to be you or must it be someone else? Fiverr. Fiverr is a great example. I've used Fiverr a ton. And I recommend if if you're not familiar with it, if you haven't used it, if you haven't seen it, go there right now, F-I-V-E-R-R.com. It's a great place to leverage people to do the tasks that you might not be the best at. My own example is I am nowhere near any sort of graphic design artist. That is not my forte. And you know what? It never will be. I don't have a passion to be a graphic design artist. And frankly, I don't have the software. I don't have any of that. Now, some of you might be saying, oh, you're just making excuses. Here's the thing. I don't want to be a graphic design artist. What I want to do is coach. I want to consult. I want to work with people that really absolutely want to take their life, take their business, and get it to the next level. Remember, I'm all about empowering others to reach deep inside and unleash their untapped potential. That's what business I'm really in. So leverage. Does it have to be you or must it be someone else? If you can get someone else to do it, to, you know, to invest the time, to put the effort into it, that's going to save you. And ultimately it will then utilize them coaches. You know, I work with a lot of coaches as well. I coach a lot of coaches. And one of the things that a newer coach might want to do is go ahead and set up a website. They get excited about it. Yeah. You know what? I got my coaching certification. I'm going to go out now and I'm going to set up that website. I'm going to get cranking on this. It's like, great. So you're going to build that website. Okay. Where are you going to host it? We talk about some of the common stuff. It's okay. Great. So you're going to host it here. You know, you're going to do it with WordPress because, Hey, WordPress is easy. We can all figure that out. And you're going to spend how much time do you think? Well, you know, two, three hours. I'm great. Two, three hours, you know, add a zero onto that. Let's add a zero onto that, first of all, because I know I was there. I was that guy. I did it. I did the work and stuff. And and truth be told, I probably spent upwards of 100 hours doing my website. Why? Because it wasn't shit that I knew. 
It wasn't shit that I was passionate about. I knew I had to do it, right? Or at least I thought I had to do it because at the time I wasn't aware that I could leverage other people, right? The key here is about that leverage. So I'll talk to them. Okay, so say it even takes you, I don't know, let's say it takes you 10 hours and that's a conservative, conservative guesstimate. Okay, so those 10 hours. Now, what's your coaching fee? Oh, it's 150, 250, 350, 1,000 bucks an hour. Let's just say, you know what, for round numbers, let's just say $200 an hour. So your coaching fee is $200 an hour. Yep, that's right. Okay, take that $200 an hour, multiply it by those 10 hours. What do we come up with? $2,000. Is that website really worth $2,000 or does it make sense to go onto Fiverr, find the 250 or 350 bucks that these people are charging and get them to do something? Yeah, you know what? It might not be perfect, but let's get that 86%. Let's get it out there. Let's hang that proverbial tile on the wall so that at least people can find us somewhere leverage that stuff out. Unless you're that person that's an expert in WordPress along those things, leverage it out, right? That's my, that's my advice for coaches. Leverage it out. Do what you love. Do what you're fucking passionate about. Do what you know how to do. All right, that's the second part. The last two parts, how long do you think it's going to take? What we're looking for here is a guesstimate. I want to kind of know, how long do you think it's going to take? Is it 10 hours? Is it two hours? Is it a half hour? How long is that next task or those tasks going to take? We're looking for each individual one. So someone might say, okay, great. It's going to take me 10 hours to do this task. Okay. Is it realistic to sit down and do all 10 hours? Some people might say yes. Right? Yeah, I'm, gonna, you know, I'm just going to sit. I'm going to start at, you know what, six in the morning and I'm going to work till four in the afternoon. I'm going to crank out my 10 hours. I'm going to get it done. Great. Thing is, most people don't have the luxury of having that block of 10 hours. So what do they do? They need to schedule it out. So that's the next question. All right. If we know that it's going to be 10 hours, I've got five days to do it. I'm going to do two hours a day. Great. Outstanding. What time are you going to schedule it? Be specific. Remember, this is about being successful. Think back to the beginning of this podcast. What did I start talking about? Taking advantage of your success by taking back your time, right? What takes back your time? Scheduling it in, making sure that you've put the time, the effort in to get the ultimate outcome that you're looking for. By not scheduling it, you're taking that away from yourself. You're taking that gift away. You're missing out on that. Give yourself that gift. Schedule it in. Schedule your success in, right? Link it up in your mind that what you're doing by you scheduling is making yourself successful. You're setting up your success. That is what scheduling equates to. Give yourself that gift right now. I'm excited. I want to thank you all so much for tuning in today. It's been an absolute slice. Of course, if you want to get any more information, definitely check us out. You can see us on iTunes. You can take a look at all the other podcasts that we've got. Uh, I do have a vacation coming up, uh, like say going down to Disneyland. I'm super excited about that. So there might be a slight pause in between. Uh, do watch on my Instagram at UE Coaching and at the Jamie J Podcast. I'm going to share out some really great information about our trip, about what's going on. Most importantly, you know what? Live your life with passion. Live your life with excitement kick some ass. I look forward to speaking to you and talking to you all real soon.